Impact Driven Entrepreneur, episode 152, Remote Presentation Skills That All Coaches Need. Stay tuned. You're here to make a difference. It's our job to help you do that. Welcome to the Impact Driven Entrepreneur podcast, the podcast that helps you to build a thriving coaching company by becoming a thriving, impactful CEO. We do that through the impact formula methodology. And what this means is that you're going to be selling out your offers, scaling beyond one-on-one into group programs, and leveraging a team so that you can exponentially increase your income and slash your work week. It's time to experience the true income, impact, and freedom you deserve. Impact Driven Entrepreneur, today we are coming back to you to talk all about really promote your business online and do virtual speaking to grow your business, okay? So some people may not understand the importance of virtual speaking, presentation skills, etc. And so I want to preface it with really talking about how posting on social media is not necessarily going to bring you new business. Now you may be a hashtag wizard and like you can get the best hashtags and research them. And even if you do that, you're still going to have a longer time for people to get to know you, to understand you, et cetera, from all these written posts. And you can really accelerate that by being presenter, right? Like speaking on other people's platforms by expanding your reach when it comes to and connecting more via video, via summits, via whatever. We're going to talk about what some of those mediums look like. And so a lot of times when I see coaches who are struggling they're trying so hard by being on way too many social media platforms, or even if they've really dialed in one or two, what they're doing is it's gonna, it's an exhaustive, like having to post over and over and over and over again. And the truth is that you might get a trickle of some new followers here and there, but it's really hard in today's day to make something go viral. And so the question becomes, how do you start to get in front of more people uh, with the same amount of time you have, right? And this is why it's so important. And all the things that we teach inside of the profitable impact formula come back to principles and really making sure you're using leverage and effectiveness and those basic core pieces to, you know, get the most bang out of your buck for every time that you're going to go do something. And so the old way of just post, hope that someone watches it, hope that someone reads it, hope that someone sees it. And then we'll see what happens and that kind of thing. Like that old way expends so much energy, expends so much time. And so this leaves them being struggling coaches, just trying to make, get ahead, trying to stay on track on top of all of the posting on social media. And so what I also like to liken this to is like, it's kind of like trying to fill a bucket and you're filling it one drop at a time, right? Like every post is like slightly filling one drop one drop, one drop, one drop. And maybe your bucket isn't also perfect, right? Like your sales, your customer success journey, your sales process may not be super tight. So that bucket, not only are you trying to fill it one drop at a time, but you're also having leaks and holes in your bucket. And so there's really not going to see be a significant difference going on in your business. Okay. So if that's you, I want to introduce you to virtual speaking, okay? Virtual speaking opportunities are used by successful coaches all over the world, not just virtually, but also 
in-person speaking opportunities. And for virtual, it's beautiful because you can do it when your kids are in the other room on TV. I can't tell you how many episodes, like every episode I've ever recorded of four other podcasts and other places I've been featured to speak has been with my kids right there in the other room. Okay. And so it's a beautiful thing that we can do and we have the opportunity, the technology, et cetera, to be able to do in today's day. Now, I don't have to tell you that after watching somebody speak on a topic, how much more engaged you're going to be, how much more receptive you're going to be, how much more trusting and how much more of a relationship and closeness you feel with someone compared to when you are just reading and seeing a picture on Instagram, right? It's, it's a very different experience. And so it's a far faster way to grow your following and your email list and shorten that sales cycle when you're using virtual speaking opportunities. And that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about it. We're going to have some good tips and tricks and some things you can do to uh, be able to utilize the strategy in your business. So virtual speaking opportunities give you the ability to get in front of new ideal clients who've never heard of you, instant connection and rapport, and uh, also shorten the sales cycle. Because like I said, you're going to have that rapport, the connection, et cetera, that you're just not going to be able to get through an image in a post. Um, and even if you do, it's not like you might not have all of the positioning, et cetera. It's just really, it's, it's a much higher uphill battle. Okay. So with virtual speaking, you can reach hundreds or thousands, even millions of people with a single interview that you can conduct in your home office, literally when your kids are home. Um, the beauty of this is that for those of us who are crunched for time, who are juggling all the things, it's also just a room away in your house and you're there. Now let's talk about what are some potential barriers, right? I'm sure this is not the first time you've heard of virtual speaking. I'm sure this is not the first time that you've been like, I need to get in front of more people, I need to expand my visibility, my reach, et cetera, right? So what are some of the potential barriers to doing this? Number one is public speaking apprehension, or should we say just like fear of public speaking? It's one of the biggest fears that people have. And so we have to go inward and we have to ask ourselves, where is this apprehension coming from, right? Like what is the fear? What is so bad? What is so scary about this? And really working through that fear because a lot of times the fear for, of that is really not rational. And for many of the clients that I coach, it's coming from like fear of what other people will think, fear of messing up, fear, fear of being embarrassed and feeling humiliated. And when you're looking at all of that, right? Yeah, those are possible. Are they likely to happen? Probably not, right? And even if there is a critic, even if you mess up on something, even if you feel humiliated, right? Is it more important to you to preserve that pride and ego or is it more important to make the impact you want to make? And that's the decision you're going to have to make for yourself when you're going on this journey. And for me, that was a very clear decision. Like I'm over what I look like. I'm over whatever anyone thinks of me. I'm just going forward and I'm doing this thing and I don't care because I have people to help and I'm going to get out there and do it. Um, that is a choice that we get to make is, are we going to let that apprehension stop us? Or are we going to let the drive of the impact that we want to make in the world be a much stronger force than the ego trying to protect us? 
And that really can help to like put an end to all the mind drama that comes with putting yourself out there. Next, what are some virtual presentation ideas? Okay, so let's say you decide, I'm going to do this. I want to do this. I want to grow my audience. I don't want to trickle anymore. I don't want a bucket full of holes anymore. I want to see growth. So you're going to go out there and you're going to speak. Okay. Now you may be asking, okay, but like, what am I even going to talk about? Right? What do I even talk about? And so the first thing you're going to want to take into account, and this is where we're talking about the holes in the bucket. Okay. You got to look at what are your current entry points for your customer success journey. In other words, what are the funnels? Let's talk about an internet marketing terms that everybody knows what I'm talking about. What are your funnels? What is your sales process look like? How can people buy from you? If you don't have that, you're not ready for this yet. Okay. And if you don't have that, that needs to be your number one focus is to get that customer success journey in place. Okay. Now let's say you have it and you're like, I have it, here it is. And this, this is what it looks like. People come in through this. Okay. Wonderful. Now that you have that, you want to start to look at, okay, what are some topics that I could talk about that are going to be related to this, the, the vehicle that starts, like the thing that starts my sales process and also is still related and applicable and wants and will leave people wanting my products and services, right? When we skip this piece, when we're like, I just need to be speaking on all the places, we expend a lot of energy going to speak at all the places. And then there's no money to show for it because it hasn't been intentional. Okay. And so what I really want you to do is make sure that that customer success journey is nailed down. And then once it is, you're going to start amplifying it through the speaking. Now, maybe you don't have a clear customer success journey. Maybe you're still trying to figure it out and you don't have a way to take someone from a stranger on the internet to a lifelong brand promoter. If this is you, you're going to want to put your energy to going to do that. Because even if you do get some short-term sales, if your process is not dialed in, you're going to struggle to move forward. And some of you are like, well, I already know how people buy, right? I already know how people are going to buy from me. It's through this, right? I have this freebie. It sells this, blah, blah, blah. Perhaps that's your funnel. Or perhaps you're like, people get on the phone with me, then they go to this, then they go to that. Okay, great. Now you have a process. Now you have a way and something to promote at the end of your talk. Okay. That's going to help you monetize the whole thing because most virtual speakers are not paid speakers, but you can still make a significant amount of money by speaking and giving the call to action to your next thing. And then people are going to buy from there because it works because you know, your customer success journey works again. That's why that's such the linchpin here of everything that works together. All right. Now I created a journal for you. If you do have a process that's working for some of the content ideas that you might want to come up with to get your creative juices flowing for your presentation. Okay. So you can go to impactdrivenentrepreneur.com slash idea jogger to go get that resource. And you'll be able to work through it's a journal 
where I coach you through what you might talk about. And you can actually use that for any of your content all over. Um, but I would like for you, if you're going to go this route to really focus that in on what you might give your talk about. Um, and there's some prompts around that for you as well. So now you may be thinking, okay, I have my topic. I know what I'm going to talk about now. I really want to improve my, like, what do I even do? Like, how do I get good at speaking? And how do I get good at speaking in a way that converts clients? Okay. So the first is you only want to book shows, summits. So like, what are some examples? Let's talk about that first. Examples of virtual speaking summits, virtual summits, um, podcast shows. Um, if people are, have a Facebook group, maybe you could be a Facebook group live expert. You could be an expert on or do a collaboration live, like you could be featured on a specific show. There's, it's that kind of thing. Okay. You could also do guest blogging and stuff like that, but again, that's written format. So we're talking here specifically about verbal format where you're speaking. Okay. Now, how do I make sure that whatever I'm going to go do is going to be providing an ROI? So the first thing is you want to only book shows that have opportunities that have your ideal clients. So um, if I am a parenting coach for toddlers, I am not necessarily going to go speak at the retirement convention, okay? I'm just giving a super different example because I was gonna say like adolescence, but then the adolescent parent could also have a toddler. So it's not as clear. But in this example, right? Like the retirement um, convention is not going to have parents of toddlers at all. Maybe grandparents of toddlers, but not parents of toddlers. And so you want to really make sure that there's congruency with the person's audience where you're going to be featured and also like who you help. So that like you want that to match up. Okay. Next, you want to get attention right away by starting your presentation with a question, a jaw-dropping statistic, a mistake, or something that they may be making and not even aware of, okay? So you want to start right away by getting the attention of the audience. Now, many times in an interview, for example, the guest interviewer is going to give you, like, is going to have their prescribed questions, and they're going to probably start with giving your story. And so if that's the case, you want to make sure your story is aligned with what you're doing. I did a Facebook live in the Facebook community, uh, the coaching for impact community last week or the week before with my two coworkers on the slip and slide coworkers, meaning children. Um, and so you can go catch that Facebook live in the coaching for impact community. And uh, you'll be able to see how to craft your story. So that will help you with that. Okay. So you're going to start off with your story and the story needs to be intentional because it needs to match what's going on in the listener's um, point of view. Okay. Then you're going to create content that's educational and matches the next steps for the customer success journey. So of course, before you, they book you, they're going to ask you what the topic is going to be. You're going to probably get picked because of the topic you choose and you want to pitch them with the topic and tell them why it's good for their audience, right? Because you have a similar audience because you understand their audience. Now it's going to be a really clear reason for them to get you on. Okay. Then you want to ask for the next step if they allow it. So that'll be like opting in, going to your community, whatever they allow. Some podcasters will allow you to pitch 
right into your freebie. Some will allow you to just pitch your community or your podcast or something like that. Okay. Then you want to test and look at the numbers, especially if you have an opt-in, right? I know when I uh, was featured on a summit, I was featured on the millionaire extravaganza summit. And when I did that summit, like literally there was like 13 sales that came in like boom, 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 right after that summit, because there were so many eyes on that and the freebie was going directly into an opt-in. And so you want to look at your opt-in conversion rates and what's happening in that funnel uh, as soon as you promote it or as soon as it airs. And then of course, if you're getting featured somewhere, make sure you're putting it all over your social media and you're telling people about it and that you're being um, really open about the fact that, hey, like this is happening. Um, for me, I literally had to put into my process, like my SOP checklist, like post on social media about this because I will forget. I am like always in my life and just present. And so I have to remember to like do a story or whatever. And so I do that through processes. All right, so let's do a little bit of a summary. So far we talked about the importance of virtual speaking and remote speaking and why that's so important for growing your business. And then we talked about how to move through the apprehension. We talked about presentation ideas and what you might talk about. Then we talked about um, some tips for really getting that audience engaged and making sure you're moving them forward. And also that it's like all super intentional and it's going to be, it doesn't have to be super rigid either, right? Because you can have the similar type of presentation. You're just kind of altering it for that audience just a little bit every time that you go on in front of a new audience. Okay. And it's super important for your business that your audience stay engaged. And so after this commercial break, we're going to actually take a minute to uh, talk about how to keep your audience in, engaged. And the commercial is not really a commercial. We just feature you. So if you haven't already, make sure you go to our iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you're listening to this podcast and you leave us a review. The reviews help us because they help our show to get in front of more people. And so by leaving a review, honest review, you're going to help me to improve our content and what we're doing for you here. And also it's going to help other impact-driven entrepreneurs like you to uh, learn about the show. So for now, we're going to give a shout out to our listener. Jasmine27 writes, great content. I love how this podcast disguises a wide, discusses a wide range of topics that many entrepreneurs face. I find the advice from Mariana and her guests to be very applicable no matter what industry you're in. Definitely going to keep tuning in. Thank you so much for leaving your review, Jasmine. And again, please go take a moment to review our show. It helps us to get in front of more people who want to make an impact in the world. And if you have already left a review, you can also just send this episode to somebody who you know could use having some remote speaking gigs in their upcoming couple of weeks of being in quarantine, if it's the time of this recording, or for if they're a mom and like, it's not possible. For me, that was why I started doing it because I had a business coach that I worked with early on and she was like, you need to go and you need to go speak on stages. And my daughter was attached to a breathing monitor. So like, and it was going off like at all hours of the day and night. So I was like, I, I can't really do that. I have to like tend to my daughter. And so this was a great way that I could get in front of people 
and start to grow my business and really spread the message of what I was doing to a wider audience than what I was able to do with just posting on social media. All right. So as I promised, let's talk about how to keep your virtual audience engaged. Okay. Here are some tips to keep your virtual audience engaged. Number one, and I will tell you, I will be the first to tell you, this is the one I struggle with the most. That's why I put it number one so that I could remember and also help you guys with this. So keep it at a fourth grade reading level. I know that's hard, especially if you're pretty well educated and you also like, we don't really remember what we didn't know like 10 weeks ago or even a year ago or five years ago. And remember your audience is you way back when. And so before they had any, not like before you had any knowledge of this, you maybe use, use different terms. You maybe talked about things differently. And so you want to, to really keep that to the forefront, especially if you serve, like for me, I, I coach entrepreneurs who want to scale their businesses, but many times I'm talking on a podcast and the audience is brand new business owners. So I can't be talking about some of the stuff that I talk with you guys here about on the show. I mean, I can, but I can kind of tend to lose them if I talk too much jargon. And so um, my advice to you is keep it at a fourth grade reading level. Make sure you take any jargon or any words that you would need to define out or define them in the presentation. And number two, use frameworks, visuals, and acronyms to teach your content to keep it super memorable with your audience. You see me do this all the time. We talk about the North Star Off, or we talk about um, the Thrive Business Model and the house and the levels of the house. Like we talk about a lot of visuals and also acronyms. We did the one about um, overcoming objections. We taught with an acronym there. Like you want to use these kinds of things here so that you can stay memorable and, and stay top of mind with them. And also this develops your thought leadership methodology, right? Because these are your, the way you teach this, right? You're not teaching other people's frameworks. I mean, you can, but you can also, it gives you that creative space to also like be brainstorming and creating your own frameworks and your own acronyms and your own methodology. Okay. Number three, keep it applicable to your audience. So you want to know who you're speaking with, right? If I'm talking to a room of brand new coaches or people who want to be coaches, those conversations are going to be very different than what I'm talking to you about here on the show when you're looking to scale and grow your audience or scale and grow your business. And so make sure that you stay relevant and applicable there and that your funnel kind of matches that, right? Like if I was talking to brand new wannabe coaches and I'm giving them a scale your business uh, PDF, they're not gonna like wanna do that. So you wanna think that through a little bit and think, okay, hold on a second. What can I give them to still grow the audience, to still serve them, to still get them ready? Cause they're gonna you know, need my help a little bit while down the line and really making sure that you're like thinking that piece through. Number four, tell stories, um, yours, your clients, et cetera. It helps you to explain points and people remember stories much more clearly than they're going to remember other information, like just facts, okay? So that helps them to stay engaged and it just engages a different part of the brain, which is just gonna, I mean, it's like when you see your kids watching TV and they're like engrossed and you're like, why are you not moving? It's fantastic, but why are you not moving? It's because their brain is like so focused on that story being told. And so 
we want to utilize the same type of thing in our presentations. All right. So in this episode, we talked about how important it is to get virtual speaking gigs to grow your coaching practice. We talked about some of the hesitations that may come up as you delve into this new arena. We talked about how to create a presentation, what to create your presentation about, and a ton of resources for helping you improve your presentation skills, um, tips and strategies for keeping your audience engaged, and all along the way, making sure that that customer success journey is dialed in. If you need help with your customer success journey, and you're like, Mariana, I just don't have a way to get my people from stranger on the internet to lifelong brand promoter, I want to help you go to impactdrivenentrepreneur.com slash work with me and you can apply for a strategy session and I'm happy to review your current business. Like what does your current process or not like lack of process there look like? No judgment for me. And also like some of the next steps of what to take to start to move forward with that. Obviously, if it's a fit for working with our company, I'm happy to help you further to actually implement all of those systems into your business. All right. So have an amazing day and I will chat with you on the next one. Bye. Get daily mindset strategy and support to grow your business for free. Join our community, the Coaching for Impact community on Facebook. Just go to impactdrivenentrepreneur.com slash community to join.